We all know the feeling. Confronted with a wine list, and every grape imaginable is there for the taking. Keen not to appear mean, we avoid the cheapest variety and peruse the endless options with a quickening rate of breath. And then, like a divine apparition, a familiar wine appears before us. And only 30 euro more than we can buy it at the Afi. <laughs> Buying wine in Ireland is spenny. Way more expenny than almost every other country in Europe. But why is that the case for our cases? And how can we cut costs without losing on quality? I've just quoted somebody there, um, €4,550 for a magnum of Bordeaux. Eric Robson is the owner of Eli Wine Bar, which has operated in the heart of Dublin since 1999. Our duty is the second highest in Europe. Even your cheapest bottle is €3.19. It's cheaper for me to ship from Bordeaux to Dublin than it is from Dublin to one of our venues. And then you put your margin on and then it's 23% fat. We were offered a Magnum, which is a double bottle of Prosecco, imported directly from Italy. It was going to cost us €12 something. Now, duty on sparkling wine is double and it's a double bottle. So the government were making more than everybody else in that distribution chain. Ireland's geography as an island is often used to excuse this fact. But the UK is an island too. And a £12 bottle of wine here could be just eight over there. So the UK have a much bigger structures in place at their, their borders. They can buy in bulk and they get much better deals. So yeah, it's just a bit more difficult for us. Katie Kirby is the general manager of the wine cellar at Fallon and Byrne, and she sees the rate of tax and duties as a real problem to her industry. It's shocking for some tourists when they come here and they see the prices of our wines, especially French, Italian, Spanish, because it's so much cheaper to buy at home. It would be a massive help to us operating to have those costs reduced. Get imported quite cheaply. It's the government kind of <laughs> holding us, you know, holding up to these rates that they're charging. And with some of the most expensive vino rates in Europe, people are finding creative ways to save some dough. A few people that all kind of had a little bit of interest, but we couldn't really be afford to be spending the money on expensive bottles of wine. So we would all chip in and do the odd wine club once a month, and that's how we kind of started learning. Sommelier Tara Deary is part of the young wave of wine enthusiasts, as likely to have nose rings and tattoos as tweed jackets and berets. I think the younger generation are definitely becoming more interested. Um, there's a lot of a coolness around wine, especially with the new wave of natural wine coming through. Obviously a lot of help with you know, the likes of Loose Cannon in Dublin opening up and a lot of natural wine bars. People being able to kind of afford the odd glass here and there because restaurants add 70%. They factor in the service of it and drinking it on site. And obviously they've got different licensing laws. It's a more expensive license perhaps. You know, there's all of these factors that add into that price. Tara says deals can be found with a bit of background research, however. A lot of places do Wine on Tap as well, which is a company in Dublin called Wine Lab. They have actually gone to the winery and they've gone, OK, can you put this wine in a keg for us? We love it. A lot of places are using it now to kind of tackle the rising cost of bottles, for example, and glass being so hard to get. They're starting to produce bagnums, which is like a magnum in a bag. These are you know, really, really good winemakers that are doing this. But Eric, back in Eli, says climate change is the next issue threatening the bar. The cost of wines, the cost of quality wines, 
isn't going to come down. Burgundy is a brilliant example whereby the last few years they've had severe either frosts or hailstones. One or two producers had no crops, so they couldn't make wine. They're down at least 50%. Champagne has had similar problems. So we're going to have to shop around again and look to places like Croatia, Slovakia, Slovenia. Or Dublin. David Llewellyn. I am a winemaker at Luska Vineyard in North County, Dublin. David is using hardier, more obscure grapes at the moment, but he sees real potential for the Irish vineyards of the future. I make a really beautiful red wine from that grape called Rondo, and uh, Rondo is actually a black grape that makes a lovely red wine, kind of counterintuitive to a cool climate, but climate change, um, if it proceeds as is predicted, A couple of decades down the line, we'd be able to grow varieties of grapes that we currently can't grow. Like in 20, 30 years, maybe we could plant Pinot Noir, Chardonnay, Sauvignon Blanc. Fingal Fizz? Why not?